What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Morning show, gentlemen. Yep. GP, Bruce, good morning. How are you this morning? Good morning. Great. I understand, GP, that you are you are out in the wilderness because clearly I can see uh, nature behind you. Uh, it's nice, <laughs> yes, to, uh, ni- nice to have you out uh, in and amongst Mother Nature. But thank God the area that you're in is not on fire. So yes. uh, there are a lot of wildfires going on out there. So what's the story? We're seeing stuff in uh, like San Francisco. San Francisco looks just creepy. I mean, it looks like they're calling it uh, Welcome to Mars when you get there. Mm-hmm. Because like everything has got like this red and orange glow to it. It's just it's creepy. It's absolutely creepy. What's it like where you're at? I live in the moment. But it, as you can see in the camera shot and the audience that can't see it, I've got a blue sky. I got people running around. I've got uh, I've got uh, people driving, doing like the regular business. I mean, we're on the uh, not burning side of the mountain here down in Southern California. And it's just gorgeous. We I can't even smell the I can't even smell the smoke. Although two days ago. It was pretty heavy, but right now it's fine. And but for information, I don't have I couldn't tell you because I'm enjoying the moment. I'm enjoying what I have right now, because like we know, that fire could raise through here and it I'll never see that again. That's the sad part. But yeah. So, see, what is it about morning shows? So you got to get me out of a morning show <laughs> mentality because I keep going into that. Yeah, everybody that dark room area. Everybody likes it when you you get all wound up on the morning shows. Mm, yeah, I'm and sure. When, when you get all serious, <laughs> when you get all serious, they're like, uh, yeah, okay, all right, yeah, I'll just listen to it. But when you come on here and you start uh, going down the uh, the crazy road, everybody's like, and that's not a product, <laughs> that's not a plug-in, by the way, the crazy road. People people are like, oh my god, I'm just I'm losing it, I'm losing it, I'm laughing so hard, you guys are just you're, you're going crazy this morning. So. What else is going on? I, I saw your little setup there. You're out there. You got your you're out there with mm. your rig, your RV, uh, mm. which looks nice. Which, yes. I'm a little disappointed that you didn't give us a tour. I, I'm a little upset about that. Oh, oh. I will I'll do that I later. I'll, I'll do it later. Oh, oh you yeah, saw the well, tour. You saw the tour when we I was gone. Before, yeah, I stepped away. Yeah. yeah, okay. I stepped away. I had to leave, right? I le- Okay, uh-huh. you get the tour while I'm gone. Okay, I see how it is. Uh-huh. I see how it is. You're uh-huh. fired, GP. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> You're so not fired right now, Johnny. You are so not fired. <laughs> Let me get a second opinion. Nope, still not fired. All right. Yeah, still not fired. That's cool. What else we got? I was curious as to how your pastrami sandwich was this morning. Oh, you know, when you're out here in the woods, it's everything tastes better. Everything's got that nature taste. I mean, mm, that was the uh, no, that that well, you're confusing that with the squirrel that was trying to eat your microphone while you were making a sandwich. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, he was up here undone doing the plugs. I'm like, man, little conniving little guys. There's a lot of them, too. A lot of squirrels. Lot, we got a lot of rabbits up here. Uh, apparently bears. I haven't seen one or they probably seen me. But I haven't seen one, and uh, a lot of nice trails to hike. I'm, uh, I'm, I'll be sad though if the fires end up coming down over here because uh, it takes so long to replace that what we lose. It, but it's awesome, and you know I cleaned up so much trash already, and uh, 
the place you look, yeah. uh, the place, the place looks, uh, excuse me, the place looks where you're at. It looks really clean, at least when when you were it you does. Know, spinning the camera around there. It looks really clean. It does. Mm-hmm. Most people are pretty responsible up here. It's just that small few that just make a lot of trash. You know, it takes one guy with 19 beer cans and apparently trying every potato chip bag in the planet and just throw them all over the place. And the wind picks them up and it goes all over. But yeah. And it's kind of a Zen thing, cleaning up trash. You know, you kind of meditate, and just relax, and pick up. Trash. Which we're gonna be, we're yeah. gonna be doing some, uh, we're, we're gonna be doing some stuff on that in the future. Which I had an idea yes. on that. I'll run that by you uh, later on okay. this afternoon. But you're out there. You're one with nature. You were worried mm-hmm. about some bears possibly seeing you. Mm-hmm. I will. I have uh, a non-GMO, uh, gluten-free <laughs> bear deterrent. Okay. <laughs> So, Bruce, you got some you got some new gun numbers this morning out of Texas. Is that right? Yeah, Texas. Um, so apparently Texans, I, I, I don't know why. It just the, the reasoning just completely eludes me. But uh, over the last 90 days, their numbers have increased. Um, so they're, they're saying that over 90 days, gun ownership has increased by 17 percent. In Texas. And half of those in, in Texas. Yeah. With, Texas already has a lot of guns to begin with. I never okay. would have. No, I, I thought Texas was one of the most um, non-gun owning states in the country. I, I, I Yeah, right. Being sarcastic. And <laughs> half of sarcastic. those, though. Right. Yeah, yeah. Half of those, though, are first time buyers. And obviously we know why, right? It's because of the the riots and the, the, the crazy nonsense that's going on. The, some of the polling questions that were asked, right? 54% of the the suburban rural area, they have guns. Uh, the But the metro area, only 37% of them have guns, um, which they had some people that actually refused to answer these questions. Um, but because of the fear of unrest and everything that we're, we're seeing here, those numbers have been going up. And unfortunately, the, the actual numbers there, they're not giving actual numbers because this is a poll. And we know how they do polls. They only test like a thousand people. And they're like, well, this is what the entire state's trend is when they only tested like a thousand or, or you know, polled a thousand people. But they were saying that in the past 14 days, 84 percent of the people buying firearms were first time buyers. Uh, so this was polling that they were doing for voters and they were also asking about this. So, but couldn't it be that the people that already had guns, you know, the vast majority of people, they've already got their full supply. So the only people well, that are no, buying currently uh, right now no, no, happen hold, hold to be first time buyers. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just going to say this from a standpoint of someone that, that grew up in the Midwestern United States, uh, GP, mm. there, there is no such thing as having your fill with guns. There's no such thing like that. If you have if you have a safe that is full of guns in your house, you say, I'm going to have to buy another safe. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's what about. And you don't have enough ammunition. They do talk about the number of background checks nationwide. Uh, So just in the month of June, there was four million firearm background checks. So at least four million firearms were purchased in that or, or at least attempted purchase just in June alone. You know, some so the, liberals some are numbers. buying guns because they're against guns. They actually you know what? I've had yeah. a lot of liberals go like tell me that they've gone out and they've started to buy. They've started to buy. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. I mean, well, it's not crazy to, to think about it, but I mean, that right there is a 
I think that's kind of a bellwether to what's actually going on. GP, do you remember back during the first lockdowns we had, the gun stores, mm-hmm. there was a, there was an argument in, in California, Los Angeles County specifically, they were trying to close the gun stores saying that they mm-hmm. were non-essential and they were leaving mm-hmm. the liquor stores and the dispensaries open saying that they were essential. Right. So you were telling me and you actually you sent us some photos that day. You went out on your uh, on your bike mm-hmm. and you were you were going around <laughs> the lines. No, the lines at the gun stores. I know the, the, the lines, lines at the gun stores. Are incredible. Yeah. And you were saying also that these were first time buyers a lot of times. Yes, yes. A few of the ones that I got to talk to, yes. To some of your points about the um, uh, people that are buying the firearms, mm. some of these firearms are also, shall we say, classic or artifacts, if you will. Gun collectors buying up like uh, vintage firearms that are like World War One, World War Two, basically preserving them as history items. Obviously, you're not going to see some kind of crazy shooting rampage with a World War One bolt action. You know, that's true. But I mean, it it goes to the further it goes to the further point. People are out there buying stuff. I mean, I'm all for the collectors, too. Obviously, I mean, I I know some people that collect and I I have a couple of collector pieces, but that's a that's a side issue. But more to the point, the uh, the first time buyer. Right. That that's huge. And I think that people also I mean, again, we we can't stress this enough. Responsibility. Learn how to use that thing. If you're listening to us out there and you're a first time buyer, please Please, please use the thing responsibly. Learn how to load, unload it. You should be able to do that with your eyes closed. Take courses. Go through the process, right? You go to a gun store. A lot of times these gun stores will have a facility on site where you can't arrange on site where you can test it. Get something that feels right for you. Go through the basic instruction course. Take it. Whatever it costs, take it. A lot of times they'll include that as a bundle purchase or something. It's worth it. You need to learn how to be able to responsibly handle that firearm, not just for your own safety, but for the safety of everyone else around you. Because I'm all for gun ownership, right? I'm all for gun ownership in in matters of you know competition shooting, hunting, self-defense, all of it. But responsible gun ownership, that has to be made paramount because I'm also a firm believer in the fact that if you don't know how to use that firearm responsibly, then you have absolutely absolutely no business owning it. Yeah. And if you're if you don't know where to look or you know don't know where to get any, any of the information or what just just talk to the dealer there. You know, talk to them. They they'll have information for you where to go, you know, or uh, what have you. The, the other thing is is they're doing online courses as well uh to, to help training uh they're not going to be as great as in person, but if you're afraid of covid and the, the whole exposure thing, there are, are courses that you can do online that, that gives you at least the visual and will walk you through that. And there's other products on the market that'll allow you to do dry firing and whatnot at home and practice your targeting as well, like your um, accuracy. So that's also something you can look into. There, do, you, do you guys want the statistics, by the way, for Biden and Trump supporters? What do you mean? How many Biden supporters um, are buying guns? Yeah, first time purchasers are 51% of them surveyed were for Biden and 43 were for Trump. Okay. Yeah, first time mm-hmm. buyer? Yeah, that's that seems reasonable. But I would think it'd yeah. be a lot more because most Trump supporters tend to agree with, you know, the, you know, they don't want the gun restrictions. Yeah, and Trump's come out publicly and he said that second amendment he's made statements on the second amendment. He made it just uh, made one just the other day. He said that Biden will take your guns. He says under my administration <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do anything. Whether well, as a matter of fact, you know, you you can do whatever you want with your Second Amendment. That's yours. That's not for the government to say. Uh, that's a big statement. That's a big statement. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, I'm I'm not personally. I'm not convinced. 
that coming from Trump. I'm going to be a little bit of a skeptic here because he has mm -hmm. proposed regulations for firearms. Okay, let's jump over to NASA, right? We like to talk about space here on the morning show. Oh, man. Yeah, moon cockroaches, right, GP? Yes. Which, I mean, if you want to go to Mars, go you don't have to go that far. You can just go to San Francisco, right? <laughs> okay, that's too soon. That's too soon? You know, I actually, did I tell you? <laughs> did I tell you? I, that's too did, soon because that's right now. Yeah, did kinda, I tell you? Kinda, kinda did I tell you that I, I I heard someone say last week that they were going to leave San Francisco and go to Los Angeles because the air quality was actually better? That might be true. I well, actually, we know that's not true because at least San Francisco is coastal. Hmm. But well, you are too. I could, Los Angeles isn't coastal. We're, we're we're still. I mean, parts of us are there. You know, you got Long Beach and San Pedro, and mm -hmm. you know Malibu and all that kind of good stuff, and Manhattan Beach. But it depends upon where they were moving. I mean, we're in LA because if they're like well, down no, they kind of layer up in the hills, like myself, I'm pretty far away from the beach. Yeah, they weren't going to move. They were going to go there for just a few days to to you know get uh, out of the uh, to breathe. It's the the trip here will actually do them well. Or down to L.A. I'm not here anymore. OK, so back to the uh, the moon cockroach. NASA wants to buy moon rocks from private companies. So uh, I guess if you have some uh, some moon rocks, then uh, they're willing to pay for these. All right. So if you have small samples of rocks on the moon surface, right, if you're able to get these things, then uh, companies will have to prove they've collected these samples in some kind of small container by sending them pictures Right. Send NASA pictures or data or and data. I'm sorry. And if NASA is satisfied, they pledge to purchase these samples for between fifteen thousand and twenty five thousand dollars. Now, this is for the purpose of mining. Right. NASA wants to do this sometime before 2024, which I think that's our uh, moon target. Isn't that right, Bruce? That's that's when they want to get us back there. Yeah, I believe so. Um, it's kind of what it looks like here. So the companies themselves, if I understand this right, the companies themselves have to figure out how to get there and then get the samples and then bring them back. And then NASA is going to acquire those samples from the companies. Yeah. So it looks like what they're trying to do here is like survey different right, areas. They uh, want to mine. They want to start mining the moon. And they're after... Right. They're after what specifically and why? Well, it, it may vary, but if if my suspicion is accurate, they're after helium three, which is uh, what. So basically, they wouldn't really be mining in the sense of what we know. What they would be doing is essentially sifting uh, the, the top layer of dirt and get getting the helium three out of out of the, the surface material. The sun emits helium three. Helium three is what we need for our fusion reactors. And they're making great strides in fusion reactors. Uh, they're testing artificial intelligence currently uh, with, with stabilizing um, plasma flow and everything in these reactors. And uh, what their hope is with artificial intelligence, they'll be able to stabilize it and make a fusion reactor function on its own, under its own power. And if that's the case, and we can create one of those on a larger scale to generate power, we're going to need a source of helium-3, and the cheapest, closest, uh, large amount of it is on the moon. And, and what exactly can we do with raw amounts of helium-3? Like, what, what can we do with that? What's the most abundant thing we can use that for? Fusion. That's it. It's just fusion. Like, just there's, fusion. There's uh, it's, uh, that's all that I know that helium-3 is used for. I, I don't know what else you would use it for, unless there's some other material on the moon that they're after. Unless there's some like alien that crashed up there and we're wanting to go up there and, you know, 
take the material from the spacecraft. Unless it's something like that, I don't know what else on the moon you would be after. I'm waiting for GP to talk about how much of a cockroach we are to go up there and start mining the resources of the moon uh, rather than uh, innovating our way here on uh, on Earth. Am I, am I on track there? No, uh, Mars is more of my problem with cockroaches in space, more so than the moon. The moon's relatively close. But mining... There's nothing right? on the moon. M- mining to advance our... Uh, our mm. civilization here and give us a cleaner source of energy in acquiring I'm, I'm helium okay three. That. That's, that's good, right? Yeah, that could be good. But to take yep. people over to Mars, which is a long distance, creating a mass amounts of space debris, because we still haven't perfected that where we don't leave parts of our air, our, our spacecraft all over the galaxy here. Um, yeah. So the moon, I think not so bad. Mars would be really bad. That's my problem with the space cockroaches, not the the mining. Because that's that'd be good. We do need resources in order to make our life better here, and I, I I'm agree with that. You're still going to run into the same problem of garbage in space because mm-hmm. there's going to be so much garbage that they won't be able to go anymore. <laughs> well, no, but yes, yeah. So then they'll have to then they will have to figure out ways to clean that up and quit being space cockroaches. Yes. Let's round off here, uh, GP. Uh, what are your plans for the rest of the week? Tell us about your trip. How, how long are you going to be out there and where are you going to next? I got another week out here. I'm going to hide a while. And I just, it depends on the fires is where I'm going to end up. Uh, that's now that I'm looking at the maps here, I'm pretty limited in where I can go and what I can do. But uh, I'm going to get some riding in. I got some uh, MTB. I got my mountain bikes. So I'm going to be doing, of course, the hills and getting all that in. And then uh, when I can't do that, I'm on my motorcycle. You know, I was looking at some of the... Uh, the satellite photos of what's going on out there with all those wildfires. That is insane. And that like, those are stretching all the way up into like Oregon and mm-hmm. up into uh, parts of Washington. And then of course you got wildfires that are happening down in uh, Colorado, all the way down into where Bruce is at. He's got wildfires going on down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not too uncommon to see fires in the, the prairie area, but um, yeah, still, still a problem. Not as big, but yeah. And to think it all started over a firework at a gender reveal party. Well, I wouldn't say all of it, but yeah, one of the no, not all of it. Yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah. but the one near me is that actually that one. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, and they're right. that that family's probably going to be on the hook for that. By the way, they are, and they're cooperating. So. I would imagine so. And what what exactly? What kind of punishment would they look at for that? I don't I don't understand. How are they? They're on the hook for that. Okay, on the hook for that is in financially. That's a lot of damage. I don't see how they're going to afford it if it's financially. That is a lot of, unless they're rich. <laughs> yeah. That, that's pretty expensive. Yeah. We are out of time this morning, so we are going to have to jump. But GP, thanks for joining us from the uh, the wilderness backcountry. Looking forward to having you back mm-hmm. uh, other times this uh, this coming weekend and, uh, and going forward from on location, as we're going to have you out there <laughs> in the coming days. You know, <laughs> we were actually... that I can be. Yeah, you know, we were actually, in, in, in the initial stages of this, we were going to put you in downtown L.A., and interviewing the, the streets, the people in the streets, but they're not in the streets now. They're in the Ritz-Carlton now getting their drugs and their, yes. <laughs> their alcohol delivered to them. <laughs> I know, that's crazy. So, it is, isn't it? My, how things have changed in, in the course of 12 months, and we ain't seen nothing yet. So, all right, we are going to have to go this morning. So thank you guys for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.